I was like, I hit this bitch all the time. <laughs> no, it's Everyone's okay. like, what the hell? No, guys, it's okay. It's I hit okay, Amanda all the time. <laughs> right. Right. I got a podcast. Add to the add to the no, no, no. <laughs> hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Literally Screaming. Everybody scream, scream guys, come on, scream. Ah, oh my gosh, people are taking off their clothes in the arena. They're taking off their bralettes, throwing them at us. Guys, you don't want to see your naughty parts, or maybe we do. Guys, today I have a super cool guest. The one, the only, baby Ariel. But before she comes out here, um, as you guys may or may not know, you should know by now. I know I keep saying it's a new segment, but it's not so new anymore. We have Spencer Reacts, where I react to something new in the media each week that I haven't really talked about or heard about before. So uh, let's hop into that before we continue. So today really isn't a news or like headline trending event that has occurred. It is actually a question from someone on Reddit. Um, It's from a girl questioning her sexuality. um, And it's a bit of a long question. So I'm going to read it first. I'm a 16 year old girl and I think I might be a lesbian, but I'm not sure. I've been struggling with imposter syndrome for months and it feels like I'm faking it all. I've had romantic fantasies and feelings about girls, which I told my therapist about. And she said that everyone had it. She also said that I just haven't met the right guy yet and with time I will meet someone. The whole session she also kind of worded her sentences like I was straight and that I would get together with a guy. I'm sure she's right because she's the professional but I felt really sad and angry about it. My whole life I've never had any guy crushes and it's only recently that the idea of being a lesbian has popped in my head but I haven't had any girl crushes either. I'm worried that I'm just faking it and manipulating myself into being gay because of bad experiences with guys and because I want to be quirky but I would like to kiss a girl and not a guy and the thought of ending up with a guy in the future makes me kind of depressed. But I don't have one specific crush. It's just that I would like to kiss a girl and be together with her. I have a therapist so I can talk about these things and keep it a secret because I feel embarrassed when I talk about stuff like that to family. But it feels like I can't talk about it when I'm with her. Hmm. See, this is like a sticky situation, I feel, because overall therapists are not obligated to tell your parents anything unless you mention harming yourself and I know that because I anytime I've had a therapist I had to sign a little waiver saying that if I mentioned harming myself or hurting myself that the authorities and my parents would be notified however uh considering that this is referring to your sexuality I don't see why you couldn't talk to your therapist about it but this is where it's tricky because not all therapists are the same because I've had really good experiences with therapists and I've also had really bad experiences with therapists and considering that you were mentioning how every single time you bring up the fact that you are questioning your sexuality I don't think your therapist is giving you enough time to actually speak on it um I could understand you are young I could understand the idea of your therapist possibly thinking it's a phase. I feel like a lot of older people do when it comes to sexuality, um, especially when they're talking to someone younger than themselves or even in middle school. Um, They automatically assume that their sexuality or them coming out, it's just a phase in general. But if she isn't giving you the time to actually dive into why you are having these feelings and why you feel this way, I feel like you should get a new therapist. That's like my top advice because you should be able to walk into a therapy session and not be afraid to say what's on your mind. 
um, when I had a therapist, shout out to Joanne from New Jersey, I would go in there and talk about everything with her. Like I would bawl my eyes out. I would cry. I would tell her all of my feelings. And not once did I feel judged. Um, and it took me a while to find a therapist like that. But prior to that, going to therapy, it felt more like a chore. It felt more like I was going in and putting on a face or pretending to be okay. Um, and it, I feel like if you're going into therapy and this is weighing on your mind and you're not able to talk about it and you're putting up this front of like, oh, maybe it's just me trying to be quirky or maybe it's this or maybe it's that. I feel like you need to find another therapist, someone who's willing to listen to you and at least dive into why you're feeling this way rather than brushing it off the shoulder and being like, oh, it's just a phase because you've never been with a guy before. I've never been with a girl and I knew that I was gay. I feel like the situation at hand, you should find another therapist. That's just my opinion. I know there are plenty of ways, especially if you're connected or you know your parents' health insurance, um, that asking them if they could help find other therapists. And I know you're not comfortable coming out to your family just yet, but even just saying, hey, I'm not really comfortable with this therapist. I don't feel like I'm able to open myself up um, to them pertaining to my problems, I feel like even then your parents would be willing to say, okay, like, let's try another one. Um, but that's my main piece of advice. I don't know uh, anything else I can really say on the matter, but I hope you're safe and I really hope you're healthy, whoever wrote that Reddit thread. And um, if you do end up finding another therapist, I really hope it's one that you're able to talk to confidently and not feel like you're being judged. All right, everyone. Now that... I've said what I had to say, given the advice, or at least all the advice I can give. It's time to welcome today's guest to the show. Now, guys, if you don't know who this is or who she is, I feel like you need to get a grip. Because if you don't know Baby Ariel, like, get out of my face. Uh, I actually love her. Um, before I was even on TikTok, before TikTok was TikTok and it was Musical.ly, if you opened up the app, you'd see her face. She's the moment. She's amazing. Time Magazine named her one of the most influential people in 2017. She's won a Teen Choice Award. Guys, everybody, welcome to set the one, the only, Baby Ariel. Oh, everybody's screaming and shouting. How are you, girl? I'm so good. I'm so excited. Well, hey. Hey. That was such a nice intro. Thank you. I mean, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank um, you. Let's recap your weekend. Weekend recap. My weekend was really good. I went to Palm Springs. How was that? For the first time. Really? Yeah. I've never been. I'm acting like, I'm like, really? Really? You've never been to Palm Springs? <laughs> You've never been to Palm Springs, it weirdo? It was really good. It was just 110 degrees. It was insanity. And I'm from Florida, so you would think I'm like used to it, like I can survive in the heat. No. Oh, well, I feel like the heat here is different. Like in Florida and even like on the East Coast in general, it's the heat humid. is humid. Mm -hmm. Here it's just dry. It was dry. Like I feel like the life like life is being sucked out of me. Oh, that was exactly how it yeah. felt. The, the good thing was we got a pool, so the entire time we were like swimming in the Do pool. Do you tan? Okay, I turned red first mm. and the next day. Then I get tan. Oh, I burn. Yeah. <laughs> I burn to a crisp. I actually, like, every single time I've ever gone, like, out in the sun, if I'm not wearing or reapplying sunscreen every two hours, like, rest You're burning. My friends, when I was in middle school, thought it would be really, really funny to swap out the sunscreen bottle with tanning lotion. No! And I got so horribly burnt that when I was home, like I had all, I had blackout curtains where yeah. no light can get in. I had blackout curtains on. When I would shower, I had to be in freezing cold, freezing cold water. And when I would dry off, like I couldn't 
wrap my body I'd have to pat myself dry no, no. it was horrible and my, my friends were like lol and I was like you guys are monsters no but that's actually like dangerous like skin cancer. I thought I had skin point like I thought I had sun yeah, poisoning that's horrible did you peel oh like a mofo yeah like crazy <clears throat> even like and what's weird is I've noticed since moving here I think the sun is different on the West Coast than it is on the East Coast. Okay. I feel oh, yeah, because like, you're from the East Coast, too. Yeah, I don't burn easily here. Like, when I used to go to the Jersey Shore or yeah. when I was when I was in Florida, especially, like, if I was there in the summer, I would burn. You'd burn. Here, it's like, I feel like the sun isn't as intense. Really? But it's out more. It is out more. Maybe I've just gotten accustomed to it because now I've lived here and for maybe almost we're two used years. To it. And also, I feel like it's just this month, too, for some reason. It's been so hot. Like, before this month, I'm like, okay, you know, like, it's fine. Like, we can deal. Like, it's not that bad. Yeah. August has been, I've never felt like I've been walking into an oven. And this month, this I'm like. Is, and usually, I, when I'm driving, I'll roll down my windows and blast music because it makes me feel like an it girl. And yeah. if you don't do it, try it out. Try it out. Um, but this entire week, like I drove to a doctor's appointment the other day. The fact that you even drive, I don't drive, I'm scared. Really? But like just hearing I drove is so crazy. Oh, well I drove to my doc. I had to have my windows up. I couldn't, I couldn't be my, I couldn't have my it girl right. moment. Because of the sun. Yeah. But why don't you drive? Cause I'm terrified. Oh, do you have your license? I have my license. Did you pass your first time? It's actually a really funny, interesting, weird story. So I got my license when... I guess during COVID, like when COVID was kind of just beginning, mm -hmm. because of COVID, the instructor couldn't be in the car with me, which I was like, thank God. God, yeah. So my dad was in the car with me and the instructor sat like, it's what seems like three miles away from us. Okay. So my dad was in the car and he was just watching me, like not in the car, but like just watching the car from afar. Yeah. So my dad was in the car and he was like talking me through the whole thing. He was like, okay, like press the gas and like, okay, break our yell. Then like there were like a bunch of cars. He's like, oh, this car, stop the car. <laughs> and then he was, and then like when I had to park, which was like my downfall, he was like in the car with me being like, okay, like stop and turn and turn the wheel so i totally cheated my way through a hundred percent i so i got my driver's license when i was in high school i got it my senior year <laughs> so and when i went for my driving test i feel like i've talked about it before on here but the yeah. only reason i passed is because i fully had a mental breakdown and cried in the car no! because <laughs> i was trying to parallel park and i couldn't like get close on enough your test yeah i had a parallel park for my driving test and i couldn't get close enough to the curb and at one point the driving instructor because i was like i had to be like an inch closer to the curb and i was yeah. like i was trying i was trying so hard <laughs> and then all of a sudden the driving instructor leaned over took the wheel did it for me and i just remember pulling up like the emergency parking brake and i put my head on the wheel and i cried so much that the entire car fogged up no, and then, no, and no, then no. the instructor was like hey if you do like a perfect three-point turn you'll pass. Right. So I wipe my tears away like the bad bitch I <laughs> like, am. I'm going to show you a three-point turn. And I did a perfect three-point turn. And then when he was like, here you go, and gave me the like papers to go get my license inside, I said, is this a joke? And he was like, do you want it to be? And no. I said, no, 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 no. I was like, we're fine like, here. Thank you so much. I have to tell you what I was going to tell you back there. Okay, tell me now. Okay, so in case you guys didn't know, like Spencer is, I'm always like talking. Yeah. Not always, but like, I feel like every time. Like six days out of this week. Like, no, I feel like, no, I like, you guys, every single time I come on here, it's like I'm t I'm talking about a new guy, but like, That's I, okay. I promise you guys, like, 
it's it's just how the cookie crumbles, okay? Yeah. Like this is you're just you're like meeting people experimenting. Yeah, I'm just like meeting people. Yeah. Yeah, why not? So I FaceTimed this guy okay. yesterday for like the first time. Yeah. Um, this isn't really like weekend, but I'm considering it the weekend because I've missed you what guys. What day was it? Was it Friday? No, this was like yesterday. Yesterday. Monday. Yeah, but I'm like, we'll call it the weekend. Yeah. Um, and we were asking the each boss. other, we were like <laughs> asking each other questions about like our music taste and like all this other stuff. First of all, he's never seen that so Raven. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? <gasps> but then I was asking him like all these music artists okay. that I listened to. We didn't know a single one of them. Let's name. Wait, what did you mention? Who did you mention? Casey Musgraves. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Who did I mention? I mentioned Casey Musgraves, Troy Savon, Kim Petras. Yeah. Like I was listing right. the girls yeah. and he didn't know a single one of them. So I was like, okay. And at one point I was like, fine. Just like, why don't you tell me a song that you listen to? Yeah. So what was his? I'm scared. I'm gonna play it for you. Okay. Oh, you're playing it. I'm scared. Mm, um. So. Wait. <laughs> okay. Wait. But fast car. But this version. <laughs> so who when, is that? That's um Luke Combs. Right. And I. Look, we didn't need to redo that. I actually started cackling on the phone <laughs> like i i couldn't control it like i just i kept yeah. laughing and laughing he was like what's so funny and i was like i just i can't help and then he started naming all these other country artists that i've never heard of oh, in my so entire he's life country. he's country that's like, okay no it's fine no yeah like, that's fine. what we need we need like right a we need yin yang yeah balance. no but like it's interesting because i don't think i've ever talked to someone who's my polar opposite before yeah. and first of all i don't even want to consider it like talking i'm gonna yeah. say meeting like i'm getting to know him <laughs> Um, we said hi. <laughs> we said hello on a FaceTime call, but yeah. like realistically, it's just like I've, I don't think I've ever met someone and not found at least a little something in common. Actually, Wait, so was, really nothing, nothing. In well, common. one thing. What is it? We both went to Catholic school. Okay. <laughs> and I don't really like. I don't really think that's like no, something <laughs> you should have in common. Like, not someone sure we're celebrating. Like. <laughs> yeah, like that's not really something you should be like. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Like you know, like it's like if we had a like a favorite TV show. Like if we both share the same favorite TV show, it'd be that's like, oh my gosh, let's it, let's talk about this. But right. it's like we both went to Catholic school. Let's yeah. never talk, talk about, about that it, right? actually ever. That's so crazy. Mm -mm. But I honestly think sometimes like my boyfriend and I are polar opposites, and I feel like it works sometimes like i mean at least with us like i feel like it kind of helps with like balancing certain things and you guys maybe like can help each other grow and teach each other certain lessons because you have no <laughs> no <laughs> now let's take a quick break from the show to hear a word from our sponsors today at truly hard seltzer Summer might officially be coming to an end, but the summertime lifestyle is far from over. The weather is still warm, everyone wants to be outside, and I'm still craving a cold, refreshing beverage to sip on at my friend's backyard party. And you know what drink is on everyone's lips, no matter what season it is? Truly Hard Seltzers. They literally have a flavor for every occasion. Whether you're hitting the beach for one last tanning day or cozying up at home with your friends, Truly's are made with a hint of real fruit juice. So they're packed with flavor while providing a ton of refreshment. And with just 100 calories and one gram of sugar in each can, they're super light and endless drinkable. But honestly, my favorite thing about Truly Hard Seltzer is the amount of fruity hint of flavor variety packs there are. Every time I think I've tasted the best one, I find out about a new mix pack that I've got to get my hands on. My favorite packs right now are the Berry Mix Pack because it has those classic Truly flavors we all love, 
like cherry and wild berry, and the citrus mix pack with tangy fruit flavors like lemon and citrus squeeze. How could you not want to drink a truly called citrus squeeze? I can literally taste all of the lemony orange flavors just thinking about it. Whatever final summer activities you're planning in the group chat, Julie Hart Seltzer has the perfect flavor pack to complement your day. Super light, endlessly drinkable, and always refreshing. Try Truly Hard Seltzer today and see what the lightly fantastic life is all about. Please drink responsibly. Now, back to the show. The only thing that I was like, oh, okay, like, I actually, like, I like, he was telling me his, like, favorite candy and he doesn't like chocolate. Oh. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's okay. Because I'm a chocolate girl. I'd, like, that's how, in my head, I was thinking about it. And I was like, if we were to ever go trick-or-treating and you got a bag full of chocolate. Exactly. You'd give it, you'd have to give it to right. me. Right. What does he like? He likes He likes gummy Mike worms. and Ike's and, uh-huh. like, rock candy. Oh, and what? We're reaching here. Lollipops. And oh, I'm I like, love lollipops. But, like, he likes hard rock candy. candy. Wow. Like. <laughs> like, that's weird. That, and then I yeah. asked him, I was like, would you ever have, like a nice Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. He was like, no, like I only eat chocolate when I'm sad. Oh, no. I was Chocolate's like, when you... we're happy. That's what I'm saying. Like, we celebrate chocolate. <laughs> I love chocolate. That's like my number. What's your favorite chocolate flavor? Chocolate flavor? Good question. Wait, flavor? Because my favorite chocolate is dark chocolate with <gasps> sea salt and almonds. Wait, that's crazy. I don't like them. Almonds? Yeah, I don't know why. It's okay. Or pecans or like any nut, really. Are you allergic? No, I just don't like it. I was allergic. Not well, you anymore. were. Yeah, I'm not allergic anymore. How do we move past that? Oh, I grew out of it because I used to eat <laughs> like almond croissants. Well, I used to work at a place <laughs> that rhymes with Arbucks. Um, mm, yeah. They sound like similar, <laughs> but if you're thinking of like a very common coffee shop, you're thinking of the wrong one. Yeah. I used to work at a place similar or sound similar to Arbucks. Arbucks. Yeah. Not the one you're thinking Not of. Not the one you're thinking of, though. Mm-hmm. And when I was there, I used to like get really anxious and I wouldn't want to have to stay for work. So yeah. um, I would wait, eat. Wait, where is this? I know where it's going. I would eat <laughs> almond croissants. So I would have an allergic reaction and I would have an excuse wait, to go home. What was your allergic reaction? Though? Oh, I would feel like I couldn't breathe and I'd break out in <laughs> hives. Wait, there's no way. Oh, there is absolutely there's a way. There's no way. And then I would pop a Benadryl before I got in the car, and that'd be fine. There's other ways to get out of work. Um, but don't do wait, this. no. But here's the thing: over time, like it would be like maybe a little nibble of the croissant that would do it. But then I would have to eat the entire thing, and I'd be like, "What the hell is happening? Like, right. why you am I built not built a tolerance?" And then I would like literally take. Their, they had like tree nut bags, and I would pour them into my hand, and I would just <laughs> shovel them into my mouth. And then one day I was like, "You're like, what? why am I not breathing and yet?" Like, what? <laughs> I was like, "Why am I?" Still, like, how is this Here. happening? Um, but now I'm not allergic to, like, that stuff anymore. Oh, my God. That's in the craziest story I've ever heard. Yeah. Wait. That's insane. I'm not, I'm not allergic. No, I'm not allergic to anything. You're lucky. Yeah. Because I was, I've not, I can't eat shrimp. Well, like, I can't eat it. My but mom I, can't eat shrimp either. I still eat it. You're allergic to things and you just do it anyway. That's so crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, yeah. Like, what is allergic really Like, mean? survival of the fittest. <laughs> right. That's how I think about it. Like, I'd rather I'd rather build a tolerance. Because, like, okay, for example, say I was deserted on a tropical island. Right. No Nuts one and shrimp, and, like, you're going to have to do it. Like, if I have to only eat shellfish, yeah. I'm going to have to build so a tolerance. So is it all shellfish? Yeah. I can't have, like, lobster, shrimp, crab. Honestly, I don't like any of those things. I like shrimp. Can you eat fish? Um, yeah. Like, I can have salmon, like, lox bagels. My favorite. <gasps> Love lost. I do too. Wait, that's actually like a Jewish thing. Maybe you're Jewish. People, countless occasions, have asked yeah. me if I was Jewish. Wait, and really? I think it's because of my curly hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that okay see. to say? As a Jew, I feel like, yeah. When I was growing up, even when I went to Catholic school, 
Because when you go to Catholic school, technically, you don't have to be Catholic to go to Catholic school. Okay, I understand. So I, like, knew kids there, and they'd think I was Jewish. And then when I went to middle school, <laughs> they thought I was Jewish. And then when I was in high school, they <laughs> thought I was Jewish. Oh, but um, then they'd ask me for, like, my grandma's, like, maiden last name. <laughs> when I would be, like, Schwartz, they'd be like, oh. Schwartz? Like, Schwartz. Okay, yes. So I can see how maybe. But she was just, like, German right, or Hungarian. Yeah. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> not that I would like take offense to it, but I'm not Jewish. You're like I'm not Jewish. But thank you though. I know it's a good, it's a compliment. We would accept you into our community if you wanted to join. Really? Yeah. Well, you love locks and bake. So like Yom Kippur is a holiday where we fast, and then at the end, I mean, at least in my family, at, to break the fast, we always do a nighttime bagels and locks. So that's that's just what we do. I've noticed that the Catholic and Jewish religions are very similar. Wait, are they really? Yeah, I think the only difference. So are you Catholic? Well, not anymore. Yeah. Like, I have I have my own set of beliefs now. Me more too. spiritual. Me too. But I feel like the main difference between, like, Judaism and Catholicism is Catholics believe that Jesus came, like, rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. Jewish people don't. Also, <laughs> wait, also, don't Jewish people, do Jewish people think that Jesus was, like, the second coming? Or no? We don't believe him as our... I mean, how I view, like, our, our savior, our God, I believe he existed, was, like, amazing guy, like, go Jesus, but I don't <laughs> believe in him as my, like, like higher power. Yeah. Yes. The only reason I know is because I got, when I was in, um, when I was younger, mm-hmm. my mom and I, we got a cat, and his name was Dag, and we got him from a rabbi, and she was like, oh, Dag means fish in Hebrew. Well, maybe Dag. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Do you know Hebrew? Like, I can read some. My bar mitzvah. Oh. So I can like I can say some like like all that like I can say but I I'm not great obviously oh yeah I can't speak it like I can't do have you know a any other languages no I only I'm, know a little bit of sign language wait teach me I can teach you how to spell your name okay wonderful okay so a I'm making it's almost like a fist okay but my thumb is at the side got it and then R is like besties like when you sit like when you cross your fingers so yeah. R like oh my god please I you just hold up your pinky, thumb I? in the front. Wait, I think I remember the E? E, but when you do an E, you curl your middle index ring and pinky, curl it. Yeah. You leave your palm open, and then you put your thumb, like, in the center, like e. that, yeah. Okay. And then L is, like, when you're younger and you're, like, loser. Loser, right. Yeah. Whatever major, major loser. loser. Okay, so A-R-I-E-L. A-R-I-E-L. How do you do Spencer? S-P-E-N-C-E-R. You're so good. I took three years of sign language in, in high school. Really? What made you want to do sign language? Um, when I was in high school, I had a friend who was in one of my classes. And her name was Lennis. Mm-hmm. And she was deaf. And she had an interpreter there. His name was Mr. G. Shout yes. out. Um, and I always, like was fast like I would watch him sign to her yeah so it became more of like oh I'm watching you sign and then eventually I would go home and learn signs like I asked them for recommendations for websites so I'd be able to talk to her more so So after I learned the alphabet they taught me a phrase and it was um oh my gosh it was sign four and then I would finger spell it Okay. So it'd be like if I if I wanted to know what it, like how to sign dog, I yeah. would sign out sign for D O G, and they would. Oh, so you say, learned the alphabet. And then 
sign four so I would spell out words with my fingers and yeah. then they would teach me how to sign that word that's so great I think it's really cool that you took the time to like learn too to communicate with her I'm not good at like German or any like yeah. language that requires like specific diction and speaking, speaking right um terms or verbally like I already talk like, with I my hands learn sign language. like that's my thing it was like I don't mean this in a bad way but uh -huh. like being from New Jersey you like a lot of people talk with oh, their hands. Oh, my mother. Like I, I already would like talk yeah. with my hands. So it was just like as I was learning sign language, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Might as well. For example, like if I was like telling a story and I was like talking about a dog and I was like, oh, come here, dog. Come here, dog. Yeah. That's like literally the sign for dog. That's, it's that? Yeah. It's like you. I think it's one. It's like one or the other. Right. So it wasn't something for you that was like out Difficult. of what you Because like it, it like made sense in my head why the signs were those signs. Right. You know, oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense, too. Like for me also, yeah, it's harder to learn languages that you actually have to speak and say, like, then, like, change your accent also. I don't want to sound terrible, too, as I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. No. And then at the same time, when I think about it, it's like there are certain languages where the emphasis of certain words or how you say a certain word or letter makes the entire word different yes and where you put the emphasis yeah exactly. yeah and i don't want to like go to a shop and ask for like grilled chicken and right. then accidentally say like bitch you punched my sister <laughs> you know because like that's like i feel like no I, it's true that's just like how the cookie crumbles <gasps> yeah holy shit that scared what? me what was it i don't <laughs> that scared me it was like a little bop. yeah it was like a little bop. <laughs> yeah I say this all the time. The way that my show like basically works yeah. is like imagine yourself in a mining cart. Okay. And I'm in it derails. Mm -hmm. Like oh. suddenly like you just went off track. We always come back to where we're supposed we to. We always be. get back on the mine track. I think it's good like to I don't know, I think it's good to go have other conversations. Yeah, too. we just have we we have tangents and that's what's important. Tangents are important. Yeah. So I think that's what the real world is in conversation like you go in tangents. Yeah. So exactly what you just said. Yeah. You, okay. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you. Now let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors today at Fume. Recognizing that you have a bad habit is one thing, but actually trying to break it, that can be one of the hardest challenges ever. When I found myself constantly biting my nails, I had no idea how to go about actually quitting that, which is a really stressful feeling. Luckily, Fume is here to offer a new alternative to your cold turkey quitting strategy, a way to replace your bad habit with a better, healthier one. Fume is an innovative, award-winning device made with natural flavored air instead of vapor and harmful chemicals. It's a habit meant for you to actually enjoy while you're breaking out of a bad one. Every fume device is made with movable parts and magnets you can fidget and play around with to calm your nerves and de-stress, which is perfect for managing the anxiety that sometimes comes with breaking a bad habit. That was actually one of my favorite things about the device. I'm one of those people who loves having something to do with my hands when I'm talking, so all of the little moving dials and pieces are perfect for me to fidget with. And honestly guys, I had no idea what to expect when I first tried fume, but it's so much more light and flavorful than I thought. Kind of like an air diffuser you can buy for your bedroom. You can pick your favorite flavor from options like mint, citrus, or white cranberry, which is really sweet and fruity. I know we've all put off breaking a bad habit because it's hard, but Fume is here to make that process easy and actually enjoyable for once. That's tryfum.com and use code I'm screaming to save an additional 10% off your order today. Join Fume in speeding up humanity's breakup from bad habits and pick up your own journey pack today. Now, on to the show. So you're a triple threat. Oh God, thank you. you post on social media, you act, you can sing. How do you manage to, I guess, not even just make the time for it, but do all of it? Because I, I feel like that could be very overwhelming, especially between 
social media and like acting and like back and forth. And I also know that when you do acting, there are NDAs. So like you have to like sign certain things. And then especially I know with, um, at least I know with, I think it's Disney channel. Yeah. There are certain, or not even Disney channel. Like I Carly, like Sam Mm -hmm. from like Sam, what's her name? Jeanette McCurdy. Uh Like she even talks about in her book, how like she wasn't allowed to do certain things in public or like she wasn't allowed to talk about certain things on social media. Right. How has that like impacted you feel like working in social media, but at the same time, like how do you make time for all of it? It's hard because I feel like I honestly am someone who struggles with compartmentalizing everything. Yeah. Like I'm, when I focus on something, like just anything in my life, whatever it is, like I like to write now, for example. So when I have like a screenplay idea or something, it's impossible for me. And it's something I actually struggle with. I need to work on. It's impossible for me to do really any other creative thing until that screenplay is finished. I feel the exact same way. My brain cannot function on more than one thing at one time. I, like I don't do well with that, especially when it comes to something creative. Like I can't one day do like be writing a song and then the next day be like working on writing a TV show or something like that. Yeah, it's like one or the other. So I think throughout my life, I've kind of spent periods of my time where my passion, I felt like laid more with songwriting or singing or laid more with acting. And I really just took that and ran with it and focused on it for that period of time. Mm -hmm. And then once that period like concluded and I finished like my EP or I finished a movie or whatever, then I was felt like I was able to like open another chapter of doing something else creatively. But I, I struggle so badly with doing all of it at one time. I am the exact same way. Really? Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Um, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> I, I used to be like an avid theater kid. Like I Really? Used, yeah, I actually went to school for theater. Um, I went to a vocational high school. It's kind of like a magnet school. So okay, cool. before I went in, essentially what I had to do was I auditioned mm-hmm. to get into the theater program. Um, and then you have to get in for your grades. Um, and I got into the theater program. I did four years of theater and I was able to build college credits to go to school while Um, you were doing the theater. Yeah. So in high school, I earned college credits for, um, a degree in, I guess, acting. And then I got into a school in the Upper East Side of Manhattan for a BFA in acting. Oh my God. And I had to turn it down because... At the time, I didn't do like so. Actually, even I don't think now, um, <laughs> like school, dorming, like oh, all of that. It's so much. It's so much money. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had just paid for my room and board. Uh, at it's called Marymount, um, at Marymount Manhattan, Manhattan. I just paid my room and board, and I found out that I got into the NJ Stars program, which What's is, that? it's a scholarship program in New Jersey that allows you to go to community college for your first two years okay, of, like, for about. free yes yeah um so I was like school for free or end up in debt so I went to school for, school free. for free and mm-hmm. while I was doing that I started doing TikTok videos <gasps> and that's kind of like how I like I like I know for a fact that if I went to Marymount I wouldn't have done theater I mean I wouldn't have done TikTok so, so be, like right, all exactly. my time and attention would be to acting and then I yes. was like well, I'm not really doing that now, so what can I do? What can I do? Social media. Yeah, and that's kind of like where it all came into play. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, this actually works. I love doing this. Because social media is such a perfect mix of everything yeah. like, because you're able to do what you want to do. So, like, your kinds of videos, like the comedy, like, that's still pulling from acting. Yeah, like I can do learned. my skits and then I can also talk and, like, be myself. And I right. feel like that was also another big thing that I enjoy a lot more about 
social media. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that when you build a platform, people are watching your videos for you. You know what I mean? And it's when I did acting, when I say like I was heavily into it, like I was like ready. Um, And were you into it more like film wise or you wanted to do theater? Like I wanted to go from Broadway into (gasps) film. Oh, that's so cool. I was like I was in Thespian Society in New Mm -hmm. Jersey and I was like flown out to Nebraska for nationals. Um, oh my god good for you well, thank you that's so awesome and then we had like stand every year and i won there weren't any winners for like improvisation but every are you year, good at improv well we used to do improv so i do acting classes and that is my biggest like i literally hide in a corner while they're doing improv because i'm so scared i feel like when you do improv especially if it's like comedic improv you just have to go with it See, comedic improv is where I really struggle. Like, dramatic, I feel like, I don't know, comedy, I struggle. You're so good. Comedy, I struggle because I'm so scared of anything I say not landing and not doing well in front of everybody. And I'm like, oh, I tried and it just totally backfired, which is so dumb because, like, if I were somebody else talking to me, I'd be like, shut up and just do (laughs) it. Just do it, yeah. (laughs) But, like, when you're in it, it's so, I'm someone who, like, gets so in my head. So getting out of it and just letting things happen is so hard for me. I've always felt that, especially when I did acting in high school, they always, when we did improv, that's one of, that uh, for some reason I was, like, I was. You were so good. I, yeah, I was good. <laughs> I was good every, that's like, when, so cool. when I went to Stange every year, you there weren't, like, place, well, there were placements for, like, a dramatic monologue or mm. a dramatic duo scene, but, like, with improv you either like won an award for being good at it or you didn't and every year it was like me and my friend would win an award for improv and it was like they'd give you a word and then you would have to make a scene based off of that and they'd give you like maybe a minute to they would have us like pull shit out of a hat so it was like you would pull out what was it it was like you would pull out um an action yeah i think and then you would pull out something else and it was uh-huh. like something that had to be a part of the scene oh my god and i remember like one year it was like um what was it Should it was one right now no <laughs> i'm i i haven't done it in a while but it was like one one year it was like spelling and then it was another year it was like um like activity i yeah. think is what it was or like physical movement have you ever seen what's her name Kiki Palmer was in it and she can like spell things when she like yes. on the beat. That, that's literally we were yes. like, oh, OK, like right off the bat. It was like very much that. Right. Um, and we did really well. But anyways, yeah, I went to high school for acting and then I got into social media. But even now, I feel like when I like do things creatively, it's always like all in all. Like I'll either yeah. write in my journal or I'll read or like I'll be invested in doing something else but even when that's happening it's like that's what I'm committed to that's what you're committed to right yeah like I think I have different periods in my life like even now I'm like going to the gym every single day and I'm like yay go me but I'm also like I know I'm so scared because a month from now I know it's going to be like okay maybe like it's the end of this period and like now then I become like insanely passionate about something else and then it just okay then that's that's, that's how I am. I, I literally <laughs> ask anybody here. I was like avidly going to the gym every single morning at the ass crack of dawn. <laughs> and now I'm just like chilling. It's so funny how like right now it's like, oh, that's my whole like passion. I could talk about it. And th- yeah. And then like I like, a month from now, it could be like, oh, yeah. whatever. It's so is that like how me. you managed everything? It wasn't a matter of like you doing all of it at once. It was more so like you were 
giving your all to one yeah. particular artistry or passion. Like when I was and doing then music, I remember I was in the studio like every single day for like eight hours writing, recording, uh-huh. anything. Um, and like when I was writing songs too, it was just. I wasn't able to even think about like writing for film or like doing an audition or anything like that. It was just, I'm in my room and I'm in my guitar and I'm playing and I'm going to just write a ton of songs. And that's where my brain was. And until like those chapters finish, like I can't focus on anything else. Do you have phases where you feel like you're more committed to like one passion than you happen to another? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like and that's what's so frustrating is I feel like even like music now, like there's, I maybe one day I'll go back to it, but it was a big part of my life and I'm thankful for it. And yeah. I got so much out through music. I'm sorry. I got so much out through music. Oh, I hit this bitch all the time. No, sorry. Yeah. We're talking about the mic. Yeah. Oh, we're not talking about like hitting an actual person. We're talking about the mic. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I hit this bitch all the time. <laughs> Amanda like, right here. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Everyone's okay. like, what the hell? Yeah. No guys, it's okay. It's I hit okay, Amanda all the time. <laughs> but what was I saying? I totally forgot. Well, you were saying how you don't know if you'll go back to music, but releasing your music. Like right now for me, it's like really writing. Like I screenplays and like, act, like pilots and that kind of thing. Like that's like everything where I'm at. Yeah. And like the thought of like going back to music, I'm like, no, but it's, it definitely could happen. My mind is just not there now. It's like, I feel as though when I am passionate about something, I, I'm like a battery and yeah. I will give my all to it. Yes. And then when that battery dies, it has to recharge. Uh-huh. And in that time, I find something else where I'm like, holy shit. My battery charged Yeah, for that. like, I, might, I, I have a battery charged right now for writing. Where, right. like, literally a week and a half ago, I was reading a book, like, every single day. And, I mean, like, I've slowed down on it. <laughs> I still read. Yeah. But it's, like, it's not, I'm not as, like, avid as I was. Like, I would go home, read, not even watch anything. But now... I'm watching Outlander. Oh my god, Outlander! <laughs> I love Outlander. Is it good? Good isn't even the word. Like, it's just like the acting in that show is so good to the point where, like, the way they portray love in that show is so beautifully written. Really? And I just like the, just like even the small things. Like, I feel like a lot of times, like shows will do this where it's like when there's like a scene where there's a lot of intimacy and like Uh intercourse and stuff like they make it look so perfect. Whereas like in this show, it's not perfect. It's just like, they, they have scenes where they're literally doing it and it's like they'll bump heads and laugh yeah. and it's like things that are realistic that's real life like like and when i watch it i'm like uh, 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 uh. no yes i'm like why can that be me no yeah i love that so much because like even on social media too like i feel like there's with just in, with anything there's this like people only showing like the, the highlights good the good like the perfection and da, 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 da. and it's like i'm 22 years old and i still look at which is like not i'm, I'm saying that as if i'm like so old but like i'm 20 but i'm, I'm still, 22 too. Yeah, yeah, but like, i'm 22 too no! <laughs> sorry get it it was like a 222 but i still look at those things and i'm like oh that like that's something i want something i would in in real life like my brain knows that oh that's just like you know, perfection and the highlight and that's not real life. Yeah. But I feel like we still look at those things and I feel like even us, like well, people our age, especially like we grew up in a time where it's like HD or 
I didn't have HDTV growing up, but like mm-hmm. we grew up in a time where HDTV was coming in and yes. like we have iPods and iPads and like all of a sudden social media is huge and obviously no one wants to go on social media. I feel like it took so long for people to be on social media and be like, hey, I'm not perfect. And right. I even feel like now people have to re-clarify like I am not a perfect person perfect, or like yes. my life is not perfect, which I think is like social media is growing in that sense of like nobody's perfect and what you see online isn't excuse me isn't isn't the whole story yeah Yeah. but I feel like with like growing up and like watching tv shows and like movies where love interest and like the love scenes were so passionate and like that time that felt so real and perfect you were like I need that but it's like and also that's what you think is reality reality. and it's like no girl like it's not (laughs) that when I watched I actually think Twilight did something to my brain which is not good actually for the longest time there's a scene in Twilight where Edward says like you're my own personal brand of heroin and I for the longest time was like until I find a man that is to me like (laughs) until I find a man that's like willing to chase me down to the ends of the earth and like call me his own like until I find a man that obsessed with me who like wants to like watch me sleep in my bedroom right because he thinks you're heroin (laughs) yeah like until I find a man that thinks I'm their own personal brand of heroin and I'm that addicting and that you want to see like the fact that she would fall asleep and he would watch her sleep on her ceiling oh see I didn't watch it I I like started it then I was like no I don't know here's a good question okay it's not that this happens to me how to well it does happen, it does to, happen me. to me. It <laughs> happens to me. But yeah. like, do you ever experience like burnout where like there are days where you just sit there and you're like, what the hell? Yes. Oh my God. All the time. Cause I feel like what we do is really just, I mean, it's mostly like 90% of it is just being creative. Yes. And so it's a lot of like thinking and, and it's like, what have I not done? Right. Exactly. And when you've been doing it for so long, I know it's like pressure to constantly be reinventing yourself or like I wouldn't even say like re for me at least yeah I don't feel like it's like well yeah actually it's like you like topping yourself like right it's like I can never top myself <laughs> we, we all know why um <laughs> if you get it you get it you don't you, you don't. don't I don't need to top myself I have others top for me yeah period I call that clip yeah yeah I call that clip yeah. mark the time please Spencer's clip. My clip, as I was saying. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like there are moments where I'm like, my content where, like, if I'm, like, writing out, like, a, like, a skit. Yeah. I'm like, have I already done this before? And if I have, like, well, one... Not even will people notice. It's more like, how can I make it funnier? Or like, how than can what I? Than it was. Then yeah, than what it was. Like, how yeah. can I make this more funny, more relatable? And then like appearance-wise, like when you're on social media, this is what's so. I wouldn't even say concerning, but like it makes you so self-conscious because people watch you mm-hmm. and people will notice changes and comments uh-huh. on like comment on your appearance and like. People will say like, oh, I don't like this or like, oh, I don't like this. And it's not even like about content. It's just about you in general or like your body or like this, that and the third. And I feel like when that happens, I feel like the more it happens, I guess, the more stunt you have in your creativity process. Mm Because it's like, like, how can I top like what I already considered the the top the top right exactly yeah. you know it's so hard and i think like, but we still managed to do it because we're bad bitches yeah exactly period <laughs> i think like just the whole social media culture in general of people 
feeling comfortable commenting on us. Like I hate it so much because in reality, like when I, before I wasn't doing social media, I was living my life and I was making mistakes and no, there was nobody there commenting on it. It was just like, okay, yeah, you live and you learn. And now it's like every tiny thing you do, every tiny mess up, it's called out. Like as if, I don't know, we're not human sometimes. Like yes. we're not, we don't have the ability to like, mess up. Like we mess up. And that's yeah. what's also really scary too. I feel as though the reason why it is so much like hardcore online, especially with canceling i was gonna say the cancel culture i feel as though because everything i guess on social media is permanent like even if i delete a video rest assured you're gonna find that video in a Mm -hmm. youtube compilation or it's just it's there yeah if it hadn't been there it's like people would probably either forget about it or not bring it up. You know right. what I mean? And that's usually what happens in day-to-day life. That's a thing. Where it's like you mess up. If you're People fortunate, tell you. If you're fortunate to ha- enough to have the friends to tell you, they tell you. And then it's like you grow. Right. But when you're on social media, it's like people will hold things against you <gasps> forever ever because like my like, mom isn't like blatant like getting mad at me for things now that i did when i was 14 because there's like recognition that i've grown i'm a i'm a completely, completely different, different person. person i do not know that girl and the things that i know now compared and to them so also, different sorry no you go going. no you i was go. gonna say they people also expect us to know everything yeah in terms of like what's right and wrong and i feel feel as though people fail to understand that yes we have a platform but a majority of the people that either follow us or like any of that either are in our age group the same age as us a little older or younger kids but like realistically it's like we make the same mistakes you guys do it's just that ours are unfortunately caught on camera Camera. (laughs) and like you can't expect us especially like with social media being so new, yes, you cannot expect everybody to know what is right and wrong. And what's, and wrong? what's so scary is people are like, well, when I was this age, I wouldn't do that. Or when I was just done that, well, yes, because that's you. that's you. And you didn't grow up in the same environment that I grew up in yes. where I wasn't taught that that was wrong or right. I wasn't taught that like this isn't okay. Yeah. And it's like now that I'm being seen on a national or like globe worldwide level. And I have those people to call me out and be like, Hey, this is wrong. When I say I've learned from my mistakes, if you don't see me do something that you've called me out before and you don't see me doing it again, it means I've learned. I've learned. Right. But it's like, people don't see that. They're just like, Oh, well it happened. And because like the internet, it happened. It's like, because it happened and the internet exists forever. And thus therefore that video exists forever. That's you forever. But it's not, I think there's like such a, lack of empathy Um, online too there's no empathy my boyfriend and i were literally having this i don't know if it was an argument like two days ago and we had such different views on this one thing like polar opposite views and i was like let's pause for a second and i was like you know what tell me about xyz for you growing up and it was completely opposite to what i dealt with and i was like what about this for you growing up and it was completely opposite and i was like it's like not that we just like disagree it's like all of these events leading up to now is what's making our decision and our opinion right now and like you can't blame someone for or get mad at anybody for their environment like you said or like any like like, their past like holding that it holding that against them right that's not fair it's like if i hadn't learned this one thing and you learned it when you were two and i learned it when i was 16 like okay yeah we have different whatever upbringings and but that's nobody's fault and doesn't make one right or wrong i believe the same thing i also think that it's just like a matter of if 
I or anyone online takes accountability for something that they've done wrong mm -hmm. and it has not happened yeah. and it does not continue happening, I don't understand why people find it so necessary to bring up horror or not even like horrible things, just like more so like things they have done in their past that like I would not even two years ago like me from two years ago like I don't identify as that person yeah me too. and it's like that's what it is to be human you change yeah. you grow that's what it is and I understand that there are things that for example mm -hmm. I like the whole like toxic gossip train oh yeah like that shit that happened like I'm sorry you were a grown adult oh yeah like you were a grown adult and that I will say you should have known better yeah like you should have known better before doing those things that mm -hmm. but it's like I started when I was a teenager right. you started when you were freshly a teenager right. <laughs> and it's like I feel like a lot of people believe that there are things you should know by a certain age that yeah. doesn't, that isn't always the case. Like, for example, when I was, I think about 19, mm -hmm. I was called out on social media for using AAVE. I had no idea what AAVE was. Wait, I don't know. Oh, it's African American vernacular. Okay. So it's like, I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Okay. I was very fortunate enough to at least have made friends online who explained it to me. Yes. Took accountability for it. I haven't done it since because I didn't know what it was. Right. But People to this day will, especially on like certain apps mm -hmm. like Twitter. Yeah. I have to be careful about X. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want people on there would kill me if no. they could. <laughs> they would. Yeah. Um, but it's like people on, especially there, mm -hmm. will constantly like when they're talking negative negatively about me, like to this day, be like, oh, isn't that the white nasty twink who uses AAVE? Oh and this God. and I'm like, okay. Guys, it's like weaponizing I, your mistakes. I, and right. And here's my thing. I feel like if people are still upset about it, they have every right to be. Yeah. They really, they really do. But to say that I still do something that I have taken account accountability for that I no longer do, because again, at the time I had no idea, no idea. what it was. Yep. And there are people who are like, oh, well, you were 19. You should know. Well, no, I did, I did right. not. Yeah. And like, that's what's, and like, that's, what's unfortunate. It's like people just automatically assume you should know things. I didn't know. It took someone else telling me someone who I met online for me to be like, Oh, right. I understand. Yeah. I didn't know that that was harmful. I made an apology video. I took accountability. I stopped using it because again, like I didn't even know it existed. I just thought like, Oh, I'm like being funny. Right. Exactly. Yes. But it's like, that's, it's not that I didn't know that. I think it's so much on you to be like, okay, to take it and like take ownership and take accountability, make an apology video, like show you messed up and you learned from something. And like that just shows what kind of person you are. And I think people should take that more than something that you didn't know or didn't, I also, wasn't, didn't learn. Yeah. I also think it's like, especially when it comes to like cancel culture, it's like cancel culture holds no weight anymore. Yeah. Like people will get canceled so many times that it's just like, okay. For anything. Like, well, not even anything. It's like, I feel like it holds no weight anymore yes. because there are so many people who would get canceled and do the same thing over and over and over again, where now I also, like, I also understand the people who are like, no, you're still this way because uh -huh. there have been so many people who have apologized and then done the same shit over and over right. again. Whereas like there are people who are genuine, like 
for example, you or me, when something happens and you didn't know mm-hmm. and then you apologize for it and it doesn't happen again. Yeah. It's like those are the type of things where it's like, has it happened since I addressed the situation? No, no. it hasn't. But because influencers especially I feel like have lost a lot of trust from like constantly apologizing and then doing the same thing over again (laughs) they just automatically people are now are like oh no you still do that you still suck right yeah and that's when they pull the videos from when we're like 14 and 13 years old and like oh no you are the same person yeah it just like it sucks because I feel like you know somebody who's not on social media like there's so much opportunity and room to grow and like to constantly like be changing yourself and like having new hobbies and just learning about anything and the fact that on social media like it's there's just almost like expectation of like to stay the same or that you have been the same and then you just get placed in a box like I feel like I've struggled with that with you know I started on musically where I'm like lip syncing and the girl I was then I was like my nails were here and I was a different person oh girl we saw oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're saying like we saw when people now like look at me and they expect that same person and it's it's like no like I'm I've grown I've learned it's I'm not that same person (laughs) <laughs> I feel like we need to get on a lighter note. Yeah. Um, so. Game. Let's play a game. No, yes. yeah, no, seriously. But I do. I'm really glad we had that conversation. It was such a good combo. I, I really, especially like how you were talking about how like we like people don't give creators enough room to grow as people in a yeah. sense where it's like they hold these expectations up so high. But I also feel like that's why it's very important to have friends who, you know, are your real friends. They won't judge you. But in the same breath, they're not unwilling to correct you yes like they're willing to call you out on like a yes yes. man i surrounding yourself with people who are just like okay like yes no like i think the the good people in your life will call you out and say something in like a kind way but they're doing it because they love you and they want you to learn this is why i value friendships so much because there's so much i've learned from being in actual good friendships yes and one of the main things is like a real friend will tell you when you've messed up Mm -hmm. and if you apologize and you don't do it again then you know like they're a real friend and i mean like everybody part of my french you're gonna have to bleep this out but everybody up everybody yeah everybody does like one thing i've learned too like being in a relationship oh so lucky it's like (laughs) lucky you i'm so happy you're in a relationship okay but you're like facetiming guys and that's like also so fun yeah that is so fun (laughs) guys who listen to fast car fast car no offense anyways wait what were you saying one thing i've learned is that like you know like the love languages and everything yeah like i feel like there's this expectation online where it's like okay like like you once you're in a relationship that person's just gonna know what to do and like treat you perfectly and and like i've learned that you can't expect anyone to know how to love you like you have to teach people who you are and like how you like like to be spoken to and like you like to receive love like with the love languages kind of thing and like even with friends too it's like okay like i may not need a conversation might not need this but like teaching people like how you perceive or like receive things best too yeah it's like you give them pieces of yourself slowly until yes. they get like you as a whole right exactly now let's hop into this game now i like how game. that ended <laughs> um everybody we're gonna be playing a game you've seen it before um it's called scream the lyric we haven't played it in a while okay yeah let's scream the lyric that was good. Thank you. We're each going to pull a strip of paper with song lyrics on them. Our partner is going to read those song lyrics. The other person who's not holding the strip of paper 
we have to guess the song right. or finish the lyric. I, I was so wrong, wrong for so long, long. Oh my God, wait, I was, oh no, no one talk to me. Okay. No one speak, no one say a word. I know this. Who the hell wrote these? I was so wrong for so long. Oh, I know it. But I know, but I don't even know what comes out before or after. I just know that part. Uh, so wrong, so right, long. Yeah, I don't. Wait, I don't wait, know. wait. Who wait, the hell sings this? Wait, wait, wait. Complete cast. Is it Justin Bieber? Cody Simpson. <laughs> what was that? Like, oh. that was supposed to be easy. That's a hard one. It's not much of a life you're living. It's not just something you take. It's given. It's not much of a life you're living. It's not just something you take. It's given. Ooh. Um, what the heck? I know it. It's not just something you take. It's given. Okay. What the hell? I know it. Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Wait, I have to close my eyes too. Okay. So it is just given. Nothing is coming to me. Now Billy sure had a feel about it. Something in the way you move. This is Rihanna and what's his name? Oh, I want stay. you to stay. Stay, yeah, I'll stay. I'll say diamond. Okay, oh, no, you have to pull one for me. I'm scared. It's not what I'm used to. Just want to try you on. Wait, no one say a word. I need to move the mic and call. I'm so bad at this game. Okay, wait, read it one more time. Read it one more time. It's not what I'm used to. Just want to try you on. Wait, I got it. I got it. Really? Wait, no one say a single word, please. Okay. Okay, go. Okay. Oh my god. Let's run away and don't ever look back. Don't ever look back. What? Let's run away and don't ever look back. Don't ever look No, that's not even close. Let's run We shut up! Let's run away. Let's run away and don't ever look back. And don't, wait, this is, are we speed rounding? I can't. <laughs> like, I'm having anxiety attacks. Like, wait, can we slow down the timer, please? Maybe can I go to the TH3 by Katy Perry. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about let's run away from these lights <laughs> back to yesterday. Okay, ready? This is so fun. Oh my God. The chances I'm taking. Sometimes might knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. Oh, I feel like I know this. Wait, I know this one. Keep going. That's it. <laughs> oh. Wait, wait. The chances I'm taking sometimes might knock wait. me. I know it sometimes might knock me down. Me but too. Me, I know that it's part. It's like sometimes might knock me down, but I keep trying. I think I know. Wait, is this the climb by Miley Cyrus? Yes! yes. Yes. Yeah. Did I get it? Yes. Troubles I'm facing. The chances I'm taking, taking uh, sometimes might knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I didn't know the line was, no, I'm not breaking. That's where I think I screwed up. Friday night and the lights are low, looking out for a place to go. Fr they play the right music. Okay. Friday night. I know this one. Okay. Friday night. I'm looking out for a place to go. I know it. <laughs> I know this. Wait. Like, I already know it. No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I won't. 
Wait, can you read it again? Like the, the entire Friday thing? The Friday night and the lights are looking out for a place to go. go. I'm the ready to play music. Getting the change, you gotta move for a change. New for and if you get the change, you are a dancing queen. Now you too. So what's the song name? Dancing Queen. Yes! By Ava. You ate that up. Thank you. You got it. Okay. Okay, this is a long one. Oh my god. Wait, did we just do this? No. Like, I don't know. Wait, what is it? Don't forget me, I beg, I'll remember. You said sometimes it lasts. Oh, I know. Sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Got it. Wait, you're going to have to read that again. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sometimes it lasts it's in love, love, but sometimes, sometimes it hurts instead. instead. This is Adele. Um, someone like you, Adele. Period. I'm getting better. Right, right. Turn off the lights. We're gonna lose our minds tonight. What's the dealio? What's the dealio? Can't stop coming in hot. I'm writing like stop. Then some party crashes. Sorry, bad. You have to get there. Call me up if you want. Don't be finished. <laughs> so raise your glass if you, you are, are wrong. wrong. And all the right. right. That one. Yeah, so who, raise your glass. Bye. Right. Bye. Kesha? No, it's a color. Rihanna. Color. Color. Red, blue, yellow, green, yellow. Color. Wait. Raise a, your glass. a singer with a color for their name. Really? Come on. Wait, wait. Right on telling me. Can I say it? No. Raise your glass. Like, bye. <laughs> it's a color. Really? Yeah. Magenta. Red. No. <laughs> no. Wait. Aqua. No, girl. Listen. Red. Okay. What, what color is Barbie Land? Pink. So who's the singer? Wait, what song is it again? Say it again. Raise your glass. Raise your glass okay. by. Pink! There you go. <laughs> like. We each have one more. Oh, great. This is your last one. You ready? Okay, I'm scared. Let's make a night you won't remember. I'll be the one you won't forget. I'll be the one you won't. Timber, Kesha, and wow. Pitbull. You won't forget. You won't forget. See, I used to run to that song on the treadmill. There's one more. And I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger. And, and I that feel feels so rough. rough. No, rough. <laughs> no. Rough? Yeah. But you treat me like, like a stranger, and I feel so rough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, say the whole thing again. And <laughs> I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger, and that Calvin feels so Harris rough. Calvin Harris Titanium? It's what it's giving. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no. But you treat me like a stranger, and it feels yes, so rough. <laughs> I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger, and that feels so rough. Didn't mean to cut me off. Think about it, never happened, and now we know nothing. I don't want to need you. Wait, I'm going right now in the circle. Now you're just <laughs> somebody I used to know. Easy. I'll take the papers from yeah, you. Yeah, here you go. Well, Light everybody. Work. We just finished the game, and fine, Amanda. Jeez, guys, Amanda's holding a weapon to my head again. Uh, we have to go. You guys don't see it because Amanda's, like, right out of frame. But it's there, and if I don't end the episode right now, I fear for my life. Yeah. And we would call the authorities, but, like, if the authorities did get involved, like, Amanda does produce the show. So right. it's just, like, the so show would end. Right. Yeah, we need her, but... Hey, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Amanda. Well, before we go, do you want to tell anybody or everyone your upcoming projects you might be working on, where they can find you on social media? There's things happening I can't like speak of, but like they're happening, things are happening, and they'll happen. Right. And then my social media is everything is Baby Ariel. 
and that's that. <laughs> well work, girl. Thank you. <laughs> you said, well, there are things happening that might happen, but they're going to happen they're and gonna I'm happen. happening because I'm the happen. moment and it will be happening. Here we go. You ate that up. Thank I you. love that. <laughs> um, well, everyone, you know where to find me. Spensua everywhere except on Snapchat because, again, some bitch stole my wow. username. <laughs> so on Snapchat, you'll find me under Spensua with an M in the middle. As you all know... New episodes of I'm Literally Screaming come out on all audio streaming platforms every single Thursday. Um, if you want to see this happening live in person with me teaching Ariel how to sign her name, go to the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel and subscribe, like, comment who you want to see on here next. Also, if you like any of the merch you see um, in this video, if you're watching the video, right, get the glass. If you like any of the merch, go click the link down below and you can find merch down there and you can get yourself some. We really would appreciate it. Again, if you don't like, subscribe, comment to the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel, you hate me. Mm -hmm. And I can't have that especially because I have so much love for you guys. So why don't you show us some love? You guys are the reason the show is still going. And if it isn't for you guys, I wouldn't be here. So let's get more of you guys over here. Yeah. Let's come to the dark side. Enjoy yeah. it. Come join us. Anyways, I love all of you. Be safe, be healthy. And until next time. <laughs> mwah. Mwah.